Welcome to the Just Off Glen podcast with your host, Christy Alexander, where we talk to the movers, shakers, and change makers. Just Off Glen. Hi, listeners. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Just Off Glen podcast. I'm your host, Christy Alexander, founder of WorkSmart Coworking and Meeting Space, a professional workspace where you can elevate your business and reach your goals surrounded by a community of inspiring people. We have a very inspiring person joining us for today's podcast. She is a friend of mine and one of WorkSmart's members, Maria Nisi. She's an independent college advisor. Welcome, Maria. Thank you so much for having me, Christy. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so excited that you're here and that we can uh, share what you're doing because you were a tremendous resource to my daughter, Allison, and I when we were uh, going through the college search process. So let's get right down to it. Um, so you you refer to yourself as um, an independent college advisor. Yes. That's correct. I think for a lot of people, it goes without saying what you do, but I would love for you to share what you do and who you help. Absolutely. So I support um, high school students and their parents through all phases of the college search and and, um, exploration and application process. So um, typically, um, you know, we start working together around sophomore or junior year. Um, Yep. And so I work with local students, students throughout the, I guess, capital region, Southern Adirondack region. And I also have students all over the country right. who have been able to connect with through colleagues and an association I belong to. So, Which is wonderful. In yes. this world of Zoom, we're able to do so much more and expand our reach. Absolutely. That's lovely. So um, ideally, uh, in the typical college search process, you do, as you said, begin working with the students in their um, kind of in their sophomore and junior year? Yeah, I mean, if I had it my way every time, we would start as early as possible because there's sure. so much to do. Um, and I love to get the know- to know the students over a period of time. But often the need arises um, <laughs> around now for, um, gra- for rising seniors, students finishing up their junior year. So I'm I'm starting with new students all the time. Um, ideally, we start somewhere during junior year, but I often start okay. working with, with students in the summer, and that works out um, well, too. So we just kind of front load the work and, and try to get um, more done in a shorter amount of time. But. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So if someone has passed the point of their sophomore junior year, oh, absolutely. you're still here, you're yes. still able to help. Yes, I've, I've started with students as late as um, the fall of senior year. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. So I just kind of meet them where they are. And, um, you know, there might not be as much time for exploration. We might sure. just start right with the application process. Um, but yes, I, I start with them, them at all different stages. All yes. right. Uh-huh. Fantastic. So um, I know for myself and my daughter, um, we, as we started to encounter that college search process, mm-hmm. we immediately started to feel some of the stresses that yes. parents feel because it can be a very stressful time mm-hmm. for parents and students alike. Yeah, it is. It can be an anxiety ridden time. There's a lot of confusion around the process. Um, but, uh, I think probably one of the benefits of hiring an independent college advisor is um, they provide sort of that objective 
um, third party um, information and also <laughs> sometimes as more of an intermediary or a coach. Um, so it's not my job to um, convince a student to apply to certain schools um, or, you know, to get them into certain schools. It's to help them make the most of the process and kind of take um, take that emotion out of it as much as possible, hopefully de-stress the situation right. um, so that it becomes a, a period of, of growth and development um, and real exploration where they can figure out, you know, where they're going to be yeah. um, best off. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, there's just so many considerations that go into it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, where, you know, the parent went for you know, where they went sure. to college yeah. and would yeah. love to see their, their child follow in their footsteps because they had such a fantastic experience. Yeah. Uh -huh. And, you know, and then you have the student that takes into consideration where the parent went and they had a great experience sure. uh -huh. and I want to, you know, I want to please them, make them happy. So, um, you're able to step in, as you said, kind of that neutral third party mm -hmm. and really get to know the student and understand the student and their strengths, their preferences, mm -hmm. um, their kind of goals and ideas for the future. Uh -huh. Tell me a little bit about what that looks like, because that seems like it must be a lot of fun to sit down with student after student after sure. student and just hear about their goals and it their is. ideas. It's absolutely my favorite part of the job um, <laughs> is getting to know my students and help them, helping them um, discover their, their strengths and values and sort of articulate those goals. Um, but just a quick note about um, uh, parents, um, you know, alma maters. <laughs> um, uh, lots of my students have gone on to attend the colleges that a parent, you know, uh, went have to. They? Yes. Okay. Um, and it, because it's been the best fit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, and so uh, often students might still apply to that college just because, you know, it's there, there's that legacy and, and they there's that familiarity too, but it might not end up being the best fit down the road. Sure. Um, so, um, but yes, one of probably my favorite part of the process to answer your question is um, helping students um, sort of dig into um, who they are and what they what they want. And of course, that includes what they want to study. But it also um, includes, you know, their learning style, their ideal right. environment, mm -hmm. um, the atmosphere, um, even the political climate, if they've already, you know, become in tune to... Um, you know, where they might fall right. <laughs> on That's any spectrum. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. they need to be comfortable. Right. Yeah. Um, and so we start with a lot of in interest inventories. Um, we do personality assessments. Um, I have them sort of think about, you know, first of all, are these accurate <laughs> <laughs> and, and how we can rely on those to kind of inform the search. Um, and we talk about colleges having personalities. Right. <laughs> um, I visit a lot of colleges so that I can get a feel for them. Um, they do all start to blend together <laughs> when you're doing everything sure, online. Sure. So that um, was definitely something that was impressive to me, though, when we began to work with you um, when we first met and I started to get to know you is, um, you know, the extent that you go to visit college campuses mm -hmm. so that you know and can have a feel for um you know, what's out there and what you could possibly be introducing your student to, but uh -huh. also like your network that you're able to tap into mm -hmm. that becomes um, a very valuable resource to the students that you're helping. Yes, I, um, I'm fortunate to be a professional member of the Independent Educational Consultants Association, which is um, 
an international network of um, educational consultants like myself who um, who support students in the college search um, and you know, they're all over the, they're, most of them are the, in the United States, but a lot of them are abroad helping students apply to colleges in the United States. Um, and it's, if I have a student interested in colleges on the West Coast that I haven't been able to see personally, mm-hmm. I can tap into that network and ask nice. them for their firsthand impressions, experiences, conversations they've had there with faculty, admissions officers, et cetera, so that it's the next best thing um, is being able to collect that um, those anecdotes and be able to share them with a student if I haven't been able to visit personally. So, it, And it felt really nice when my daughter and I began to visit those campuses uh, just to have kind of that beforehand information of, okay, here's what we possibly can, can expect. I mean, yeah. you know, the experience would still be ours, but here are some things maybe to look out for, to be aware of, to look mm-hmm. into. Yes. So I really appreciated that. Oh, That's wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm so glad it was helpful. Oh, it was. (laughs) Goodness. So, um, you know, I think about the, um, you know, some of the college writing that they had to do and reflecting Mm -hmm. back on um, our experience. There's a lot that goes into that. And I thought, you know, I wondered, I was curious about how many times in uh, throughout the process, you see students change their mind about their essay. And, okay. you know, to follow that up, at what point should that essay be really locked down? That's a good question. I've definitely had students change their topic idea, but I think we do enough preliminary work to nail down that topic before they really invest a full draft in it, okay. <laughs> usually. Okay. Um, so I borrow one of my favorite exercises from the college essay guy, who, by the way, has this treasure trove, he calls it, of free resources for students. And I use some of them because they're so great. They're not worth reinventing. So he's, um, is he out there online? Yes, he's, he's out there online. somebody we can link yes. to in the notes? Oh, yes. That's Ethan awesome. Sawyer, he's Let's amazing. So anyway, he has this awesome exercise called a values exercise, and it's just a long list of values. Um, things like community or empathy. Um, And I have students spend some time thinking about these values and identifying their top 10, and then they distill those 10 to five and three. And we use those as a touchstone. We come back to those a lot in the essay writing process because today students aren't just writing that one big essay. Mm -hmm. They're writing a bunch of supplemental essays too. (laughs) Um, So we want to make sure that those core values are coming across Probably in the main essay, um, but if not there, or if, if not all of them there, then there are these other opportunities um, to share them because that's the core of their character. Um, right. So we so we start there, and um, I feel like if you're starting with the story that you want to tell or imagining what you want the reader to know about you, then the topic isn't necessarily the biggest deal, right? Right. right. It's just the way that you're going to tell the story or share that part of yourself. The writing is the one opportunity that the student has to provide that window into who they are. Um, You know, they're going to get great letters of recommendation from their teachers who know them really well and can provide that insight. And then of course their transcript, their test scores and some other um, pieces of information, but that's their opportunity to take control of um, their application and, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, their applications are read in just a few minutes. Um, right. So they've got to make that that impact. Right. right. Um, so I try to start sort of with that, giving give them that sort of frame of reference. Right. 
what do you want this reader to take away from you? Right. Um, they should be able to envision what you would contribute to their campus community if you ended up going there. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how I frame uh, the importance of the essay. Um, and in terms of when it should be done, <laughs> the Common App opens on August 1st. And so ideally they're done with that main essay in August, August 1st, ideally, because okay. then they can access all of these other shorter essay questions. Oh, okay. And they can spend mm -hmm. August, September, October on those. Um, and they'll just feel a lot better if they go into senior year with that, with the main essay right. under their belt. Yeah. And a lot of um, senior English teachers, grade 12 English teachers, spend time working on the essay as well. So they'll get additional feedback at that point. But sure, I think yep. that they can just go back to school kind of feeling confident and maybe a little relieved that they have that major piece of the application done. Right. I yeah. think it's so great too, that you provide that accountability for them. Uh, number one, I know if I, when, <laughs> if and when I have to write something, I'm still um, the night before the morning of putting the finished touches yes. on and this has to, this Me is too. due, there's a <laughs> deadline. Yeah. Um, and it's, but it's so funny because I can remember my daughter saying um, when they got into school in that fall. And she, she said, um, my, she came home and said, my teacher said, um, you know, we're, we're going to start writing our essay. She goes, girl, if I waited until now, I'd be a hot mess. Mine's done. It's in the books. I'm through. Yeah. I'm beyond that. Yeah. I mean, I'll go along with her exercise cause you know, it never mm -hmm. hurts, but I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, yeah, cause that's my girl. Like she needs to get done and yeah. get it off her plate and then move on. So it's right. great that you provide that accountability yeah. around, you know, that writing. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully she was a good resource to her classmates because maybe she had already gone, gone through it and right. can spend some of that time working on these other essays that, that she needs to write. So, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Such a fun experience. Hey, this would be a good time to let all of you know that WorkSmart supports college students through the summer. We know that parents aren't the only ones who struggle to focus at home, a college student membership at WorkSmart can help them make a good impression at their summer internships and ace their coursework. So be sure to schedule a tour today at WorkSmartGF.com to leave distractions behind and make room for some well-deserved relaxation time this summer. Now let's return to our conversation. You know, another thing that I found um, was that students tend to gather a lot of opinions about uh -huh. the college search process from their siblings and their friends. Uh -huh. How do you go about making sure that students find the information that's most relevant to their process, mm -hmm. their personality, their goals? Yeah, it's definitely a challenge. Um, in addition to, you know, students getting input from all different directions, um, there's so much information available online. You can do an online info session mm -hmm. now at any college <laughs> across the country, which is great, um, but it can be overwhelming, yeah. right? And so, um, you know, we go through all the, the basic criteria. You know, we try to figure out, um, of course, you know, how far away from home they want to go and what size college they would be more comfortable at. But um, I like to focus on academics as like the driving factor, at least at the beginning of the process, because if a student does know what they want to study, they can get really excited about a particular department or major or right. opportunities or, you know, a, a makerspace or a ro new robotics program or, you know, a particular English department. And that can really help them 
um, identify what they're looking for. We even look at classes <laughs> that they would be able to take at, in their third and fourth year. Um, it can help them formulate the academic experience that they're looking for. Um, so we try to get more specific where, you know, everything else can just feel really big and, and vague. Right. Um, so we focus on academics and then of course, extracurriculars, you know, if they're looking to, um, continue playing a sport, um, playing music in college, um, getting involved with things like social justice initiatives, mm -hmm. um, campus ministry, you know, all of these things, we want to make sure that those programs are strong on the campus and that right. not just the academics and the, and the, uh, the campus culture and climate and those sort of, sort of things are there, but those, um, those specific, um, student life components that they would right. participate in are there too, and that they're active. Right, right. <laughs> you know, that's not just the club exists, you know, so, that it's, yeah, that so there that are opportunities there. Very yeah. well rounded experience. Exactly. You know, one thing that um, keeps coming uh, is kind of threaded through everything that you're saying that I love is that you're really from the start, helping the student become very self-aware at a time in their lives when they do kind of have a lot of voices coming at them and they're not really so sure exactly who they are, exactly what their interests are mm -hmm. and exactly, you know, what's mm -hmm. important to them because there's just, there's so many loud voices in their head. But I love that you give them that um, independent time, that one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one time to be able to kind of cut the world out and say, who are you? What are your interests? What's really important to you? Yeah, I like that way of putting it. It's a good time to just be selfish Yeah, <laughs> and say, you know, this is my process. I'm going to own it. This is about me. Um, you know, it, it, one thing that comes up a lot, of course, is that keeping that list balanced in terms of how selective the colleges are. It's important to have a bunch of target schools that you're super excited about, uh -huh. some schools that you're really likely to get accepted to that you're really excited about, and of course, some reaches as well. Um, but I totally forget where I was going with that. I'm sorry. That's okay. Just the oh, self-awareness. We yes, yes, yes. So, um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it is their one chance to apply to a, to a dream school. You know, yeah. it may not be super realistic, but it's, you don't, you're not going to ever have this chance again. Right? right. So that's one, that's, that can be one part of it too. Right. Um, but it's also, yeah, just kind of cutting through the noise, tuning it out, focusing on what, what they want, what they're looking for, where they're going to thrive. And I think that that naturally, if that's the focus can, can help tune out this, you know, name, name brand college, brand named college, sorry. Um, you know, there's this sort of um, thing about prestige and, and name recognition sure, yeah. um, that we, we all, we're, you know, yeah, it, we it, all affect, fall it into affects that, everybody, sure. yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, and if it's important that a student goes to a college that, um, you know, in their, in their opinion, you know, has that you know, name recognition or whatever, then that, that, that's valid. Absolutely. Yeah. But we just have to make sure that, you know, that they're going to thrive there. Exactly. You know, so, right. um, but it is a time for them to focus on themselves and get a little selfish and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, figure out what they want. So I love that. Yeah. That's that's wonderful. It's wonderful. Sorry, I lost for them my train of thought that. there. That oh, happens about okay. a thousand times a day. I was oh, hoping it wouldn't on the too. podcast. <laughs> 
to me too, for sure. I I was curious about, you know, we've only got our experience and, you know, my the experience of my children, but I was curious what are what are some of the major pitfalls that students face and how can you help them avoid that? Sure. So um, I think applying to too many colleges or having a really long list going into application season and then being faced with the actual work of it all, you know, the amount of essays that that might entail. um, And that's that's like a relatively new thing. (laughs) You know, I... I, I went to Fordham University down in the Bronx, and we just celebrated our 20-year reunion. And nice. it wasn't that long ago. Right. <laughs> Still it two decades. Seem like 20 But, years. like, these supplemental essays, I don't remember having to write any of those, right? It was just the one main essay. So, you know, over the past 10 years or so, these additional essays have become a really important part of the piece, a part of the process because it's an opportunity for the student to illustrate why they're a good fit for the school. Usually it's a question right. like, why – why do you want to attend Marist college and what would you take advantage of here? You know, Mm -hmm. so they're not, they're not novels, but they, they're important and they take time. And if a student is not aware of those going into it and they've got a list of 15 colleges, then they're going to end up like cutting colleges without, based on the amount of work potentially without being able to give it more thought or the thought that it deserves. So that's a pitfall. I think is just starting with a list that's too long um, another one that is out of anyone's control is COVID right, <laughs> and ugh. that students have, you know, they've lost so much in terms of the typical experiences that a high school student should have to figure out what they want to do, what their strengths are. Um, you know, everything was canceled for two right. years. And right. so, um, I do think that students who applied for last year and are getting ready to apply for next year, um, are, are struggling a little bit with that. Um, so we're focused on, um, we're focused mo- a little bit more maybe on that reflection and trying to make the most of this coming summer. Okay. Um, now that the world is running Opening up and running up. again, yeah. like, you know, internships or job shadowing or getting, a um, just going to work, right. going to work somewhere and, and kind of, you know, just getting out there some more. So, so important. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that, uh, you know, it did take me long to decide whether or not uh, we wanted to have you work with my daughter because <laughs> she, for, for my particular family situation, she was the last one to uh-huh. fly out of the nest. Yes. <laughs> uh, my daughter and I are extremely close. In fact, she is my co-founder. Right. This, um, the idea for Work Smart Amazing. was birthed out of um, a homework date that I had with her. And it was well before we even had any idea that co-working even existed. So That is so cool. We just have a lot of memories and we're very close. And when we started to consider the college search process, Mm -hmm. I could already see for both of us that stress starting to to bubble up. Mm -hmm. I do not have um, vast knowledge of Mm -hmm. what is out there concerning colleges, Mm -hmm. uh, what it takes to get into the different Mm -hmm. colleges. Um, So that became a stressor for me. And immediately upon hearing about you, I thought, this is the way that I can make the most of these last couple of years or few months 
with my daughter at home. Like we can completely diffuse this stress. So uh-huh. for me, it was it was a no brainer, and it gave me the experience to, um, ex- sorry, it gave me the opportunity to experience more joyful times and more excitement around the sure. college search process. Um, do you do you see that that happens with a lot of the yeah, families that you work with? I do. I get that feedback a lot, and it makes me very happy. It always makes my day when usually a mom, you know, says um, the last year could have been really tough, yeah. um, and instead we were able to enjoy it and um, enjoy visiting colleges together um, and make you know I could I felt like I could support my son or daughter. Right. Um, Rather than nag them about getting exactly. things done. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have to be the one yeah. that said, you know, how, how how are those essays coming along? Right. You know, yeah. where are you at in this? Yeah. Where, has this been done yet? Mm-hmm. But like you said, like you just said, I could go. I mean, we made weekend vacations yeah. out of visiting these campuses. We didn't just go to campus and, uh-huh. you know, come back home. We just built vacations around so nice. it and experienced, you know, the the community, what they have to offer. And I, it just felt like, it just felt so valuable, so amazing to have that time with her when mm-hmm. I know, you know, we're transitioning to a time where mm-hmm. I'm going to be the last one she asks for advice. Um, at least I thought that. I yeah. will say parents, that is not true because <laughs> the, it was shortly after getting in, um, getting settled into campus on, on you know, on campus that, uh-huh. Um, the phone was just ringing and ringing and ringing. And that, that just felt so nice. I remember I giving her space and feeling like, do I call? Do I not call? Like, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and she just, she would call me and I'm like, okay, well, this works. This it, And it, it, it was funny because it wasn't even phone calls. It was FaceTime. I'm like, what? She's FaceTiming me? Oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> I'm that. in the middle of work. I just I, picture you so happy. Yeah, I was just <laughs> like, hi. <laughs> so, um, you know, but I don't know that uh, that would have happened so immediately. There might have been that residual of she's the last one I'm talking to, okay. you know, because there's just that stress yeah. of all that time of, yeah. well, the you know, whole, I can't imagine my nagging. kids are still little, but it's just, it's got to be so emotional and stressful no matter what. It is, yeah. <laughs> but I is. do think, yeah, I, I do all the nagging. <laughs> I do all the nagging when it comes to getting, you know, the applications and essays. It, um, you can't put a price so. on that for me. <laughs> I'll pay you anything. That's funny. Not to have to do that. So what a what an amazing experience. So um, I think in closing, I would love to just have you um, let our listeners know how they can reach you and, sure. you know, how they go about setting themselves up to work with you. Sure. What, you know, what, what are your offerings? Absolutely. So um, I, I work, I, you know, I, I really try to meet families where they need help. So, you know, for for rising seniors, students just finishing up 10th or 11th grade, um, you know, I do offer a comprehensive package, but, the, um, you know, if, if there are key needs like just application support and essay coaching and, you know, mock interviews or something like that, then I do offer by the session work as well. Okay. So I have a comprehensive package. And then um, for, for students with, you know, needs in key areas we can do by the session. Um, and then I'm working at work smart now. Yes. <laughs> so I'm right downtown <laughs> on Glen street. Um, but I also work remotely. Um, and I offer a no cost 30 minute consultation to figure out how I might be able to support you. 
Um, and either my website, marianisi.com, or my email, marianisi at outlook.com, not very creative, but hopefully easy to remember, <laughs> are the best ways um, to get in touch with me. And Or you can right. call 978-314-0653. Wonderful. Set something up. Yes. And we will make sure all of that information is in the show notes. And I would encourage anybody that's listening you, um, if you know of a student or a family that you think would be a good fit to work with Maria, please share the podcast, send them this podcast because you can work with students remotely through yes. Zoom yes. and um, yep. it does not have to be um, a local fit. So exactly. I even Zoom with my local students sometimes if, you know, they, they can't, can't make the session. Exactly. Yeah. If it's just easier. So Sometimes we're more productive that way anyway. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Christy. Of course. And thank you listeners for joining us. So we know that you have a lot of options when it comes to where you're going to spend your time. So we really appreciate that you've spent the last half hour or so with us. Thank you for listening. And if you know anybody that would be a good fit for our podcast, someone who's a mover or a shaker in the local region, please connect with us at justoffglen at gmail.com so that we can get them on the podcast and share about all that they're doing. Thanks for listening. This podcast was recorded at WorkSmart Coworking and Meeting Space in downtown Glens Falls and produced by Black Mountain Visuals. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Join us again next time. We'll meet just off Glen.